right, everyone. Day 29 of the Lockdown Golf Podcast. This is your favorite Lockdown Golf host, Bill Bush, DryRangeHeroes.com. And with me, as always, is actually your probably real favorite host, Chris McEwen. ChrisMcEwen.com, at Chris McEwen. Chris, how are you, bud? I was, um, I was a little tired until we uh, started chatting about an hour and 15 minutes ago. Oh, don't I know you were tired. <laughs> Jeez, that's going to, so that'll lead a long us day, man. right into our first topic. And I saw, I, I was, yeah, this was probably what started our hour and 15 minute conversation. Um, We had our, our wonderful, our nephew, Josh Rivera, <laughs> J-Riv. I, I, you notice he never comments on, on this being Uncle Bill and yeah, nephew. Like, he never comments on it. It's true. And the more, he corrects us on a bunch of other stuff, but not that. Well, and the more he doesn't, it's like the more I go, either one, he kind of likes it and it feels a little endearing, or two, it's like he doesn't want to give us the satisfaction, so it's <laughs> o- we're only going to lean into it more. Right. Anyway, our friend Josh sends us a perfectly harmless. And actually, um, oh, actually, no, he was he was stoking fires a little bit, falsely accusing us of misstating information, (laughs) which everyone knows we do not do on this podcast. (laughs) No, we thoroughly vet all of our statistics and data. We are we have we turn the mics on. (laughs) We consistently say everything we say here is dead on accurate. Right. Anyway, we work our way through it, and I bust his balls a little bit. But I, too, am tired, and we'll get into why I'm tired as well, because it's riveting things that our listeners want to hear about. I start making jokes and just busting his chops about how he needs his own own podcast if he doesn't give us a hard time, blah, 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 blah. And I said, I even... As I'm in the middle of it, admitted defeat, I go, look, I'm too tired. I'm not sharp enough to continue this this line of joking further you win and then you come in from the clouds and start busting my chops and i'm like oh, okay all right, a little back and forth and then you just kind of keep getting mean and i'm like oh there's this thing you know one of two ways one being your favorite way of like yeah because i know you're sensitive and i know you're gonna get upset by it i'm like hey chris do you ever take a hint maybe i don't want to get upset about something for once <laughs> like maybe it's just nice to have some good friends who support you Maybe one time, one time it can be me and you versus J Rib instead of always you two against me. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, oh, so then as man. you you were getting a little 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 fired up, I said, "Oh, clearly, Chris, who woke up early to go to the grocery store, uh, has a little heat in his blood, or is out for blood." I think I said, "Yeah, yeah." And uh, I, I noticed nobody corrected to say that wasn't true. So I'm like, oh, no, I nailed it. That's exactly what's no, happening it, right now. It was a yeah, it was a um, it was a combination of some things. One being I was up at 530 in the morning. The other being I couldn't fall asleep last night. So I was up forever tossing and turning. So you so. and I should have been like empathizing and coming together as like brothers in arms. Yeah, except that was annoyed by everything Chris, and then going forward had, we gotta be better you and me we gotta be better i was so there's a couple of things one i will i will always defend my guy so it's more like an aunt and uncle thing like you're probably the mean uncle or the harsh uncle and then i'm the aunt that's like no be nice listen that's really that's the aunt saying be nice is not coming at you trying to like rip your throat out like you do. <laughs> but then yeah, I was in the middle of I'm I was the, in the middle of editing two videos at the same time and oh yeah one of them yeah let's ours. talk about that <laughs> one of them being like oh, no shit, don't hit record like oh yeah I'm the only one guilty of the extensive conversations we have <laughs> only one guilty in this party that's right and let's talk about this um, oh I'm the mean uncle I'm the mean uncle. Let's talk about how I take care of our of our nephew J Riv. And I'm doing the higher pitch voice thing, by the way. <laughs> um playing right into my hands. But I'm not. This is bleeding heart stuff. This isn't playing games, okay? <laughs> this is serious. I am good. 
to young J-Rab. And he's good to me. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. <laughs> but yeah, you were fired well, up because you. it sounds like... Uh, yeah. I had a real short fuse on some things, yeah. And I took it out on you, and I'm sorry for that. You know what? I love that, you. That and that you're my genuine friend, and I'm sorry. I'm not going to lie to you. That genuinely means a lot. And I think I, I actually think it's authentic. It's authentic. And I can't wait for it to happen again tomorrow. And I'm going to be like, but you said, listen to the show. You said, and you're going to be like, I know what I said. You son of a bitch. Um, Why do you make me do this? Why do you make me? And Josh is going to start texting us both on the side going, Hey, um, I'm not going to lie to you. This is, I've known. I know Chris a lot longer, of course, but this is starting to make me uncomfortable. I can't read between the lines anymore. Right. Like one of two things needs to happen now. Either you two leave me out of this, even if I start it, or we all get together for a social distance, no alcohol involved gathering and hash this out. (laughs) Right. Right. And we'll be like, (sighs) all right, we'll meet, we'll meet at this corner. Let's have a talk. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I couldn't sleep last night either. Well, I shouldn't say I couldn't sleep. Once I got to bed, I was out like a light. But I want to start with um, tell me. I I don't know why I'm so interested. I want to know how your grocery run went at roughly 6 a.m. today. It was kind of interesting because I hadn't done that yet. Uh, I haven't I haven't gone to the grocery stores um, since the first week of lockdown. Mm-hmm. We've been ordering our stuff or my wife's been going. And so this is the first outing I made. And uh, I was actually pretty impressed with everyone because everyone was masked up. Everyone was following the arrows on the floors, you know, for the aisle direction. Oh, they do that. Where, Uh, where did you go? Yeah. Jewel. Okay. Went to the jewel, got jumped in the car to get a a bag of ice. No, not to get a bag of ice, but that's pretty good. All right. How many episodes back do they have to go to get that reference? (sighs) Has it been a week since I was going to say, I think I feel like Denny, he died where it was announced like uh, the previous Monday. Was it Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, man. Anyways. uh, Yeah. So I I went to the jewels. It was rain. I was going to walk, but it was raining. So I'll take the the car (laughs) right into it. Nice. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, and uh, yeah, everyone was real, real kind of aware and respectful and, um, we were trying to keep our distance. Otherwise, we were all wearing our masks. I got three bags of flour. So I made out like a bandit there. Although I did make some I had some oversights. We're, we're still trying to get the hang of this whole uh, eating every meal every day at home thing. Because mm-hmm. it's just so different, right? So we usually do a pretty good job. But then, you know, as far as like planning meals and things. But, you know, we still... Like I got home and I was like, ah, oh, we should have got, I should have got this. I should have got that. I just made myself a drink and I'm low on, uh, uh, sweet vermouth. So it looks like I'm going to move over to old fashions. going to move away from Manhattan's for a while since you don't need sweet vermouth for, uh, for, uh, old fashions. So Chris, that kind look, of stuff. I'm not saying this to bust your chops in light of the conversation we had about, we need to lighten up on each other a little bit and yeah. we are genuine friends. So this is authentic. That is a huge first world problem during coronavirus. Oh, these are all huge. We, my wife and I had a real long talk about, it was actually great. Like, uh, we just basically sat at the counter and in the kitchen waiting for dinner to be done. And we just had a great, we had a conversation about what we're thankful for, what we appreciate right now. And like that kind of like thing, like here, you know, the problems that I have are such a joke. Well, you're much further down that line than I was thinking, but that that's worth noting. And I think that is fair. I've had, we've even had, we've had that in our house. These conversations will get accelerated with two small children in your house. When you start feel like you're sure. going crazy and you're like, Oh, I, yeah, I can only imagine like I'm getting mad because my daughter's bouncing off the walls. I can't imagine how hard this is for a seven year old, but yeah. um, I mean, that was one of the things like my, you know, I don't get to see my kids every day. I didn't before or whatever, but like now it's like, I can't see my kids every day um, in person anyways. Like we FaceTime a lot, but um, even that, even having older kids that understand what's going on and have that awareness, yeah. like even that I'm lucky in this aspect. 
You guys are, are you going to do a social distance out in the burbs with them? Yeah, we're going to go out this weekend. Good. Good. Yeah, I think we're going to go out this weekend and and I got one well one of them down in Bloomington. She's just hanging out in her apartment with her roommate. And I have, the, I have uh, mixed emotions about that, but so do I. Believe me. <laughs> so I, I, as soon as it came out of my mouth, I'm like, don't don't yeah. say that to him. No, we and we've had lots of discussions. She's she's probably the most so she texted me at texted me out of the, out of nowhere in the middle of the day and she's like I just left the house and I had basically like an anxiety attack. I had a panic attack. Like I don't, everyone's a threat. Like everyone's going to get me sick or, you know, like she's, so she's, you know, she's doing what she's supposed to do and it's fine. Look at us. For the most part. Having some real dad moment right now. That's right. A couple, couple of dads just working through yeah. life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And my son who is the youngest and I've been trying to get him to ha- to get a job, to find a job for three years has finally decided to get a job at Mariano's doing like shopping, you know, like cyber shopping. Like, so people would put their order in and he would go and collect the, collect the groceries and then put them in the car for people. And I'm like, you know, now I really don't want you to have a job. Yeah. I'd be really happy <laughs> if you didn't you do that home. at all. Right. Yeah. But you know, whatever he's, he's taking advantage of the moment, I guess. I don't know. He was also doing some Instacart stuff and he's making for a high school kid. Like he's just making a ton of money doing that. So, you know, he's, he's, he was the one that he and I were talking about this in January and February. He was very aware of it. He was listening to like the New York times podcast and he was, we had some really good discussions on it. This is definitely, well before, this is definitely your son, by the way. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm uh, I, I came out of the womb listening to. <laughs> right. Yeah. We share, we share podcasts with each other. Like, Hey, listen to this one. Listen to that one. Listen to this one. He so. was eight years old, walking into class, talking about NPR. My, that's really funny that you say that. So my son. No, it's is not. It's super would, predictable would, if you know you at all. <laughs> my son would be the one that would, that would request that we listen to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> you're like, Dad, let's listen to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. I'm like, I'm so happy right now. <laughs> He's coming in in sixth grade. Did you guys catch that Tiny tiny Desk concert set last right. night? That's, that's right. And then he'd, so, get, yeah, then anyway. he'd get beaten up for his milk money. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, anyways, that's uh that's where we are with our lives right now. How do how do we get here? I don't know. Your grocery Jeez. store and Yeah, the grocery store. That's right. Here's what I'm gonna tell you about I, I, I think there's an advantage of those early ones because if you're going early, it sort of means you are aware of the situation, you're embracing the new world, you're doing yeah. what you have to do responsibly. There you were know, probably like ten people not counting employees there were probably 10 people in the whole grocery store which is awesome for a city grocery awesome. store well and you have yeah. like you're focused on the situation at hand whereas if you go at like i think if when you go later in the day it's like the it's the people i don't want to say pretending this doesn't exist but it's like they don't realize what they're dealing with right right and oh by the way we're talking about taking this serious did you see today and I don't want to go deep on this because we're supposed to be the uplifting place. We joke around and we have better spirits. That's one thing we right. learned. Do we have all this golf talk that we're waiting to we actually have some leash on everyone? We have some. Can you edit this in later? Ladies and gentlemen, we have some golf talk today. All right. So when we're done, edit that to the beginning. Right. Okay. I'll put that. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I'm sorry. I'll do it. I mean, I'll do it. Right. Oh, no. Right, you right, came right. clean. You came clean. You, you edit this. They know now. Yeah, uh, you're right. That's right. Because <laughs> people follow closely. Anyway, um, did you see, you know, the first deaths in the U.S. for coronavirus were supposed to be like sometime in March? And they did. Oh, yeah. The oh, autopsies. On, yeah. There was a one yeah. on the 16th and 17th of February. So the first two deaths were in California in February, not up in yeah. Washington or whatever. Yeah, we had my wife and I had talked about that because I was supposed to go to the West Coast <clears throat> and fly into Sacramento and go up to Portland and then to Seattle uh, in late February, early March. That's wild. Like, <laughs> I was supposed yeah, to, I was supposed yeah, to go to we, I was supposed to go to Irvine. Well, we were supposed to start this like series of every other week trips to Irvine for work like the first week uh, second week of march just after st patrick's day yeah one trip got out before like all the travel ban stuff and i mean i think 
I might have been in uh I might have been there right now, actually, now that I think about it. Really? And we're just like, oh, so we're not gonna I mean, we were doing this, we're talking like every other week for about three months. Yeah. <laughs> Needless yeah. to say, yeah. that schedule yeah. has changed. Yeah. I mean, yeah, earlier earlier last well, throughout twenty nineteen, I was going out there, you know, every other month for seven days or so just cause we're building a bunch of stuff out there. And that was the same thing I was supposed to do this time. And it was actually, it was, yeah, it was the, uh, it was the first week and a half of March. I think that I was supposed to be there. Guys probably thankfully are- my boss, my boss is like, you know, sit this one out. Let's see what, let's see what, let's see how this plays out for a minute. Hmm. I'm just going to stop now. I was going to make some comments, but uh, I don't want to reveal too much of our personal <laughs> lives and professional right. affiliations. Um, so to recap, grocery store trip went well. You said you grocery walked. Store trip did go well. You walked. No, I ended up driving. I was going to walk, but it was raining, oh, so I ended up driving. That's good for but my it worked grass. out well because since I since I drove, I could grab the extra two bags of flour, and just a quick little bread talk. Oh my God. Side conversation. <laughs> we almost made it. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to talk raccoons when you're done now. Go ahead. Um, I got the starter going. This is day four of the starter. And I've, I've fed it with my new batch of flour and things are happening. If I don't get a piece of this goddamn bread, this one, speci- <laughs> this one you're specific. Gonna get a loaf. You're going to get a loaf. My no, friend. no. I want. Yes, I want a loaf. I, right. Well, wait a minute. Hang on. Isn't the whole thing with sourdough where you like, right? You get somebody who's like, oh, they have been making this this sourdough from a two hundred year old string of yeast. Yeah, you can buy. You can go on eBay right now, and if you do a search for starters for sourdough starters, you can get something that's like literally a hundred years old. No, it doesn't count. I want the. Fr- I want it. I want a slice <laughs> from the first loaf. A slice. But this is a Chicago starter. So this is like, here's the, we're going to do this. We weren't good. We're going to, we're going to go totally off topic. We're well, this is where everyone blames me. Like I'm the weirdo. Like you were licking your chops for this opportunity. You're just as bad as I am. So if you buy a starter, so say you have a friend in, in California or something or on the East coast in New York and they have a starter and they're like, Oh, I'll send you the starter. Right. So they send it to Chicago. Well, the yeast in the air and the, the bacteria in the air changes the starter. So once you get that starter, it becomes a Chicago starter. So even if you were to order this hundred year old starter, it would change to your wherever location you are, because that's, that's what happens. It, it eats the bacteria in the, the unique atmosphere of whatever place you live. I kind of want us to make like a lifetime movie about starters and <laughs> making Dude, friends across the world with our, our, breads i'm so obsessed with it it's ridiculous i check i've been checking on the starter today like once an hour just to kind of like how you guys doing i have two of them going i don't know what i'm gonna do with the second one because i only have a starter jar for one of them <laughs> but i'm just gonna have to figure that out <laughs> F is a starter jar. <laughs> yeah i even put a rubber band around so I, I i so i built the first like the real starter the one that i'm really like hoping comes out um because it's mostly wheat star it's mostly wheat flour I put a rubber band around where the level is right now because it's going to grow and I just want to be able to keep track of that. Mm. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm like, by the way, I'm so all in on this. It's not even funny. The dismissive tones I just made were not geared at you and my judgment towards you. It was to both of us. I'm sitting here <laughs> fair. and it's, off, that's fair. <laughs> off to my left is a shelf full of super unique Scott Redmond concepts putter covers. I, I, I'm confident no one in the world has a curated Scott Redmond concepts putter cover collection. Like I do, we've talked about it before, but maybe another day we'll go in and some more. I'm like, man, I have so much weird, random golf stuffing. I could tell golf stories about you and I spend more time talking about <laughs> bread. And I know it's a bit and we, <laughs> have actually gotten legit feedback that people enjoy it. 
We spend more time talking about bread and raccoons where we have legit interesting things we could right. talk about. It's true. Oh well, I'm not gonna change. It's very true. All I right. got more text I got more text from Scotty today about how much he loves the raccoon talk. And that's a perfect segue. Coming <laughs> off of fan favorite bread talk, let's move into raccoon talk. Um and before and then we have to circle back into how I was up late last night. Um one of the things I did while I was up late last night was I didn't text you. I want, which now in retrospect, you could have, I should have. Yeah. And maybe it's more out of respect for your wife to, you know, not wake her up or bother her. Um, but I sent, I emailed you a picture from, and I didn't know this until I found the picture on my phone scrolling through two years ago to the day, April 22nd. <laughs> That's right. 2018. One night, I don't, and I mean, I, I want to reiterate these battles with these raccoons. And when I say these raccoons, I'm pretty sure it's one. It's I, a raccoon, right? Yeah. It's the raccoon. The right? raccoon. And I respect it. Like, I can't make it any clearer. I am supporting this guy's mission. Yeah. I just <laughs> wish, especially now with the fear he struck in me, like, I just wish he could understand that somehow. Um, well, I guess it'd be throw delicious food in my garbage can every night and just put it out wide open for him or just throw it all out into the grass. Um, anyway, I don't remember even how I noticed in the first place, but one night I just look like through the blinds on my front window and I see the son of a bitch just strolling around my yard and it almost like he's like treasure hunting, metal detecting, doing a grid pattern for a search. Just <laughs> You know, eating, I'm sure, bugs and larvae out of the grass. Right. And, right. of course, I go, I got to get a picture or a video of this or something. And by the time I finally got my phone, it's like he walked to an area where I couldn't just get a perfect shot of him. But anyway, I had a shot of him doing work or her or her, to be fair, doing work in my yard going back two years. I mean, this is the thing. So I sent <laughs> I sent it over to you and I believe I said, hey, make sure you send this over to Scotty. The right. son of a bitch and uh, <laughs> let him know this would be where he's standing right now would be right in the middle of hole number two of Raccoon Trails National Golf Club. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, Scotty, shout out. Shout out to your raccoon talk appreciation. That thing's no joke, too, man. That raccoon is. It was huge. That, now you understand why I call well it. A, fed. Yeah. You understand why I call it a handprint on the garbage can. Right. <laughs> Did you send that I to do. Scotty? No, I didn't. I should say, Scotty. Should, hey, if you're listening to this, your uh, your your older brother. I think I've made my case clear on this podcast tonight. He's kind of an asshole. All right, <laughs> that was good fun for all for the whole family. Uh, you know, I had Chris, stuff going on today, man. I was busy. I'm gonna take it back. It sounds like you've had a rough day. You didn't sleep well. I am actually legitimately both sympathetic and empathetic to it. So I'm sorry for saying that. I shouldn't have said that. Thank you. He'll, it'll be waiting for him tomorrow morning. <laughs> you send him, you send him a link to the <laughs> podcast and go look at this pit. Don't open this attachment until after you listen, right, right. listen to the show, then open this email. Listen, that'll be the subject line. Where does Scotty live? He's in Arizona. With the rest of the McEwens. That's right. Hey, Scotty, you ever come back to Chicago? If you want to do some uh, do some raccoon work around the suburbs, you let me know. All right? Just let me know. He'll, he'll shoot that thing right in the face. No, 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 no. He'll <laughs> put an end to it right, first, right away. You can't. Well, I've, I've made it clear I'm willing to live, you know, live in harmony with this animal. Right. You want a peaceful ending to this a peaceful cohabitation right right so listen scotty i pre i've appreciated your support since i found out you're into this but i swear to god if you come mess up my raccoon until he like <laughs> takes me when he takes me out do it i'm all for it when he takes me out finally right. when i get the cur oh i don't know if you know this now cats get coronavirus i uh, saw that two of them in new york yeah so when i get yeah uh, coronavirus and rabies from the stupid raccoon at the same time come on in take care of it I'm good with it <laughs> and while you're at it maybe get this damn coyote too alright that's right I'm probably gonna get like arrested oh you can't say that in a recording and publish it I'm sorry 
But yeah, all right. So I was up last night sending you pictures of raccoons wandering around hole two uh, of right. Raccoon National Golf Trails. So the reason I was up till about I didn't, I didn't even move toward my bed till about one a.m. when I intended on going to bed around. You and I probably wrapped up like uh, eleven, knowing us. Yeah, pretty much. But I was ready to go. I'm like, I'm going to bed. Then right as I'm 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 tearing down the stew if you will, turn converting <laughs> yeah. the stew back into uh, a home office for tomorrow. My wife comes down. She's like, um, hey, so the gas was on on the stove, but there was no flame or anything. And I'm like, I did use the stove earlier. I almost said stew again. I did use the stove <laughs> earlier, but I, I mean, not only do I, I think I remember turning it off, I vividly remember turning it off. Now, someone could have bumped into it, and yeah, you have to like push them down before right. you turn them. But let's be honest, right. that wouldn't be that difficult to like, you know, hip into and make happen. No, I've I've done it before. Sure, no idea when that when that started though. And she's like, so anyway, I opened a window, and I'm like, which window did you open? It wasn't. I'm like, you should open the other window too. So she does. I wander upstairs, maybe 1130, let's call it. And by the way, these times like ending your day at 1130, like this is normal. If this isn't a testament to the weird new life that is coronavirus quarantine life. <laughs> yeah. Um. So she's had both windows open. It's also freezing ass cold outside. Um. Though, as I was told by my friend Emma of Scott Redmond Concepts, at least it wasn't minus 10 out. I go, listen, this is America. I don't do that Celsius bullshit. <laughs> Convert that to Fahrenheit and then text me. Um, <laughs> but, so it's freezing upstairs and both windows have been open. Let's, you know, for a half hour now. And I'm going, no, nope. it stinks in here. Just stinks of that gas. And of course, the first thing that goes to my head, I'm like, well, let me see how bad it is. I'm going to light something. And if nothing happens, it's fine. This is, again, coronavirus quarantine brain. Yeah. If nothing happens, it's fine. If it's only going to like slightly ignite. I'm like, no, if it there's any gas in there, if I light anything, the house is going to blow up. Like, right. Right. I got bombed, you know? (laughs) So thankfully, I still didn't have rationale to not do that. Um, but because I figured out that was a terrible idea, I went so far the other way. I'm like, what if my, cause my daughter wakes up before us, usually just wakes up, throws something in the toaster and goes about her way. I go, what if she goes to like toast a piece of bread tomorrow and the house blows up? Yeah. Can't have that. Right. That's, that would be bad. So I open the windows wider and then I go and open our front door and have the screen open. I'm like, I just got to let the house breathe. I turn on the fan in the kitchen. I'm doing everything right. And I keep going, you know, then I hit a point. I don't know if I still smell it or not, or if it's just because I'm aware it was there. I'm smelling it. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. So uh, ultimately I just sat on my couch in my living room waiting for (laughs) the air to circulate through and dissipate. And finally at 1am I'm going, uh, I, I, I can't imagine it's at least it's at least heavy enough at this point to blow my house up anymore. Yeah, it should be gone out. But if it's not, I, I, I don't know what else to do without calling the fire department and having them go. Are you serious? You want me to come out for this? Like, right. just stay up with it and leave your door open and don't light. a Don't light a match. OK, so finally at 1 a.m. got into bed. Turned on the latest episode of the Lockdown Golf Podcast to make sure it sounded okay. <laughs> Fell asleep in six seconds. Don't yeah. worry. The whole podcast played, so it counts as a play. And, uh, yeah, then I realized, I'm like, all right, I was up to about, I probably didn't fall asleep till 2 in the morning. Wake up with the alarm. Oh, my son did uh, My son did come in and wake us up overnight, so that stirred me a little bit. But ultimately, got about four hours of sleep before I was hopping on uh Hop it on the computer for work and I felt it. I felt it today. <laughs> and then when you know one of your your genuine friends of all time <laughs> maybe like 
getting your back and supporting you and lifting you up during a tough time in life, you know, with social distancing <laughs> and all decides he's once again, not going to get your back. Like it's hard emotionally, but <laughs> if I slept better, it might've been easier. I don't know. Uh, well, maybe don't leave the oven on. Yeah. I wonder how that happened though. It's so wild. And that God bless my wife. She, I, I think she just went up and she's like, this smells like shit in here. There's a problem. Yeah. And I walked over to I don't think my first check would have, well, one, who knows if I would have noticed. I noticed, I, I probably right. noticed it when I went up because I was looking for it, but she caught it and she walked over and turned it off and came down and was like, I don't know who, but someone in this house, maybe it's me, maybe it's you, <laughs> is an idiot. Yeah. And almost killed everybody. I was like, all right, good. Right. That's fine. That's always fun. Hey, everybody, yeah. let's move on to some golf talk. Golf talk. We're doing 30 it. minutes in. We're doing it. Golf talk. Some golf talk. We got All a right. lot to talk I'll, about. I'll, I'll kick it off. So um, this was part of the hour and a half conversation we had. Can, I, can I interrupt you real quick? Oh, sure. Yeah. I just want everybody to know in light of that conversation about gas in my house uh, from the stove. So recently in the big basement cleanup, I've told everyone about, I found a, uh, a lighter in my, <laughs> in my, one of my golf bags that I got at a corporate outing. And I said, well, I don't, I don't smoke anything, so I will leave this here. But the old hockey player, me, we'll talk about that another time. It's always good to have a good lighter around. So That's true. Uh, the last three shows and including tonight, I've been sitting here fidgeting with this <laughs> lighter. It's one yeah. of those like those like, you know, that kind, you know, if you can hear it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's probably a great thing to be playing with in the middle it's of one of the torches. Yeah. In the middle of a goddamn gas explosion. Yeah. Sorry. I have a torch in my, uh, I have a torch in my golf bag too. Cause they're fantastic to have. You never know when you need it. Maybe you got to thaw yeah. out the ground to put a tee in. Is this Chicago? <laughs> it's true. All right. Go to your golf talk topic. I'm sorry. So this week was going to be the Zurich. What is it? The Zurich classic, right? Easy. That was Easy. my coaster. <laughs> on the other end of the table, the mic stands uh, attached to. When are you going to get used to having the mic stand? You hit that thing every week. No, every I didn't hit it. It, it hit was it. on the other. So I'll do it again. I'm just dropping my marble or granite, whatever it is, Blackhawks coaster my daughter gave me. Listen, that's the other Jesus. end of the little table. It's a 10 pound coaster. Well, and to make it worse, between the two ends is a printer. And it's oh, still yeah. doing that damage. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. Wow. All right. Okay. We promised golf talk three minutes ago. Zurich Classic. Yeah, we did. It's and it's sort of golf talk. So all right, it's Zurich Classic. And the Zurich Classic is when you know players pair up and they play as a team, and it's a whole thing. It's a different kind of format. And they kind of let loose a little bit. And so each team has a walk-up song right? Like it's a baseball game. Mm -hmm. And so I had asked Bill, I actually asked Bill before the show and he didn't understand why I was, why I was asking. (laughs) Well, because normally you, Oh, well, go ahead. All right. So (laughs) no, what are you going to say? Normally what? I don't prepare for the show. Is that what you're going to say? Actually, I wasn't, but that's a great point too. (laughs) But that implies that I I do prepare for the show. (laughs) And I don't think I've prepared setting you up for. I don't think I've prepared for a show since uh, maybe I plan on it every day. And then like basically what it came down to was around day fifteenth, you you talked about the work I do and drive the show, and this is why like like you almost gave me credit for doing a good job of steering and directing the show. And I feel like good job. Well, not since then. Since then, it's been. <laughs> I can't even pin you like, hey, thanks for showing. I remember, like, even joking in our hour and fifteen minutes before we even hit record, for the mics go hot. I'm sorry, I missed that opportunity. Drink. No, I said it because I felt bad for you, my friend, that I missed out on our bit. But drink anyway, okay. Yeah, I mean, but. I'd be like, hey, don't worry. I have some topics. Thanks again for not having any. And you're like, I don't know what to tell you. I got a whole nother podcast that's shooting up the charts. I got it. Oh, at my starter. I get it. I get it. I've been there. Not with the starter, but, you know, like basically your starter sounds exact same as like when I'm doing custom 
paint work right. or something. That's right. Which we're, someday we'll talk about that when you let me. Post two did go up, but post three, basically the finished project has a twist that you, you do know about. Yeah. And uh, I feel like I can't really talk about it without getting into the twist. Okay. Fair enough. But yeah. And anyway, so you started it. You asked about it, I, and I thought this can't be a topic for the show. And I want you, I want to be clear. It probably read serious in my text. I was really busting chops. I would hope you understood. I know. Of course. you were. Okay. I know you were. But anyway, proceed with I your story. You so I was, I asked Bill if he were playing in the Zurich, uh, classic, what would be his walk-up song? And I assumed I asked him, I assuming it was, it was going to be an Oasis song because Bill's Oasis is my Pearl Jam. But, but you threw me off entirely. Cause you and I will live and die. Yeah. <laughs> so what would be your walk-up song? I want to point out a couple things. I actually had two notable Oasis events happen in the last day or two. One. Oasis had four drummers in that band over their time. The one. Wow, they're, they're a lot like Pearl Jam. Yeah. His Pearl Jam have one though. was like, but this is the guy. This is like the definitive guy. Well, Mike Cameron joined the band and that was the end of it. But they had four before that, before Mike Cameron. And how, like, so I've, they at a hundred percent scale. How much of that was Mike Cameron? Uh, of, of Pearl Jam's, uh, discography or time time, probably the past 15 years. Okay. So 10 years, maybe something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's been, you know, that the band's been the band now for, for a long time. So we could get deep here and I would say, so the second German Oasis guy who played for what's the story morning glory be here now. And then a couple more albums. I've always claimed very much if it wasn't for his, there was like a very definitive style in his drumming that made a lot of their songs unique because like you just don't hear drumming like this in rock music. Sure. And it's my white stripes argument. Uh huh. Yep. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. But we don't, we don't have time for that too. Right. <laughs> Um, but like Wonderwall is a great example. It's a, it's a weird little drum thing. And this guy, um, just been sort of up in the air. If he quit or he got fired signs point to fired, but why he got fired all seems to change. Like every two years as Liam and Noel have another fight and they want to point fingers at the other one. Um, but then this guy, this drummer, fell off the face of the planet just disappeared it's one of the biggest drummers arguably of the 90s right given oasis his accomplishments fell off the face of the planet disappeared no drums anywhere and uh got it the only thing people knew is like he got into running it was running marathons and stuff but even that was limited info well, I just discovered on Instagram the other day and some random thing, someone posted, like reposted a video from him. He had an Instagram account. So I'm following his Instagram account now, and it's basically been, I think it's been efforts to raise some money and awareness for the NHS, which is the National Health Service in England yeah. or the United Kingdom. Right. He the emotional connection I have been having with it. And the, I have been all in my feels watching his 57 second videos of playing like muted drums to old Oasis classics has been absurd. (laughs) And I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. So everybody always try to make this point too. Like he made this sound. These songs were totally different without him. And none of the other drummers have ever been able to replicate it. Chris Sherrick was close, but it just wasn't the same. He's back. <laughs> the other one being the other event being tonight before coming down to the stew and firing up the mics. My a, a kid I you know played high school baseball with, arguably grew up with, uh, used to drive him to our our five a.m. 
pitchers and catchers practices before school and would always be late because of him. He is a professional musician, career musician guy. And uh, he, a local restaurant doing curbside pickup, offered him a gig to play outside their place for social distancing. And so as people came and got their food, they could listen to him play. That's awesome. It, it was cool. So I what he, you know, he live streams, he live streams a lot of these, a lot of his performances and does a lot of solo stuff like this. Uh, I was watching it, kind of skimming through it. And uh, sure enough, old buddy did a uh, drink, did a great, <laughs> there you go. did a, a pretty unique cover of Wonderwall. And I uh, did a bunch of like cool looping effects on it and everything. It was, it was really good. So I had uh, that out of the blue tonight. So you would think, man, nice. look at these connections. It should be an Oasis song. Nope. <laughs> For the Zurich Classic Walk Up, I picked Thrice's Image of the Invisible. The band is Thrice. The song is Image of the Invisible. I'm sure that's a household band and song for everybody listening. Every time I hear thrice, I think Conan O'Brien. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, Every time. It's so, uh, and actually, when I like first learned of the band, I go, that's oh, thrice is a word you use <laughs> for comedy. You do not use right. it for a band name. <laughs> Maybe they did. Maybe they used it ironically. I don't know. Do you know, was it a Genesis or a Phil Collins song? That sounds like, oh, think twice. Do you remember? Uh, Genesis. Okay, it's Genesis. Yeah, I'm going to say Genesis. I'm pretty sure that was Genesis. If it's not, who cares? But I had this. Yeah, no one will look it up. You want to go to our discussion of like coming to music very early in our lives. I had this buddy in sixth grade who would just sing that song, but he'd always say, think thrice. And I don't know why, but it was (laughs) the funniest thing in the world. (laughs) Oh, think (laughs) thrice. Not twice. Thrice. But yeah, thrice image of the invisible. I love how that song opens. I actually convinced our like in-game operations guy in college hockey that was a song we needed to come out onto the ice to, and uh, he did use Which it. I can see it. it's a very it's a very hockey song. I don't know if I'm insulted by that, but look, I, <laughs> okay, baseball boy, I played hockey. It's a cooler sport, but. <laughs> And you know it. And you know it. That's the best if part we about it. If we weren't 40 minutes into the show, we would debate that. Yeah, we would. But we're, <laughs> it's too late. No. So I'm going to ask you what you would pick. But here's yeah. the thing. I got to tell you. I forgot. I didn't even think about this. You don't get to pick your individual song. It's a team song. I also yeah. want to point out, I forgot who it was, but they used uh, they used a deep track Oasis song last year. And I lost my mind about that i was so proud of really that. yeah oh i'd like to see that i'll, I'll figure I remember that i'll figure it out before uh probably when i'm up till 1 a.m for whatever reason yeah right? i look forward to that morning email yeah um i mean if we were gonna have if we were a team and we were gonna have a walk-up song what would we i would probably just default to you and be like just pick it it's fine yeah and then you'd be then i get a shitty text from you with j-rib on it be like <laughs> oh you idiot you're such a loser and then, and then when i hit when i hit a giant slice off the team be like well he picked thrice i mean what'd you expect yeah it's you're like i don't understand why you didn't pick insert japanese single <laughs> from pearl jam in 1982 when they weren't even a band yeah. b-side it's true. Though. And then you'd play me that song. I'd be like, ah, that would have been a good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, what would I pick? I think for us, I, I would, I would actually, would it be 28 days? The 28 days theme song. Well, now it would for sure. And especially <laughs> if it's God, the people if the people got to be like, this is morbid. Um, <laughs> no, but I think I would, uh, if it was the two of us, I would concede not the pick, to you but your your taste and preferences i think i'd go with uh even flow even flow be a good one because you gotta I, pick I something course, that, you gotta pick something that people yeah. like right because if it was just me i would go super deep track like i would go like well my favorite pearl jump song is in my tree which no one's ever heard by the way if anyone's but, wondering why chris McEwen is the worst this is it <laughs> like even in this case he's gonna be like i'm gonna pick the deep track like Look, if you right. and I are hanging because out, I would have too many beers on the deck 
And I'm like, hey, man, or I'm sorry, as you call it, the patio, which is really a small balcony, 46 stories a, up. You're right. It's a balcony. <laughs> if we were having a few years like, nah, man, let me show you why Pearl Jam is really underappreciated for as much as they are appreciated, blah, blah, blah. And you play me that? Fine. When it's appealing to a bunch of people who have no idea that Eddie Vedder is the lead singer of Pearl Jam. Sure. Let's give them a what? hit. They might recognize. <laughs> right. No, I wouldn't do that. I'd be like, nope, you're going to listen to what I want to listen to. This is my walk. And that's where I would do like, I would do like, um, uh, was it? Don't look back in anger. That's a jam. Like we could start it like it's only at the, that it's only kind the of best song written between the years, 1975 and 2020. <laughs> and that's, that's fine. I actually think at that point when we got in the fight that I picked the wrong Pearl jam song, I would have been like, you know what? That's it. We're just playing like a Daft Punker Pharrell song. <laughs> We're going to play happy. And everyone will. <laughs> and we'll, of course, we'll come up like the miserable shitheads that we are as they're playing happy. Right. <laughs> um, in other golf news, let's quickly pivot. Don't lie to me. There's no such thing as golf news right now. Well, we've got, we've got Tiger Phil part due. Oh, God. Coming to us apparently on TNT. Is that a, some is that official? Wait, it's TNT now. It's not. It's not paper. Yeah, no, no. It's it's going to be on TNT. Uh, it I believe it is official because they've been um, talking multiple, about this for a while. It's is it confirmed? Yeah, it's confirmed. Multiple <sighs> outlets are reporting at this point that Woods and Mickelson <clears throat> will be doing another edition of the match. Okay, okay, I can work with this, but I'm scared. You're going to tell me the football player element is part of it. It is absolutely part of it. Oh God. Two old white quarterbacks will also be playing Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. I guess the, the good news, I didn't watch the first one cause I had no interest in it. Zero. And I think I, I think I was on the winning end of that one. Yeah. Uh, and I still, I have barely any interest in this. And again, we talked about this very, very early in the show that if they wanted to do this, they should have gone with some like with Americans if they're going to go Americans, right? Then go with like JT and uh, I don't know, pick one. What uh, what's our guy's name? Um, the uh, the the golf swing roaster. Oh, Max Hama or Homa? I don't know. Homa, I believe it is. I think it's Homa. But like, go with those two guys, and then you know you've got you've got some quarterbacks in this league right now that like that love golf that you could easily i mean i get okay peyton and brady whatever it's fine but i mean come on to me that is such like oh god we're gonna go all right i don't love that i'm gonna be this guy and say this can we go more like old white guy golf stereotype than peyton manning and tom brady first off Peyton Manning hasn't played professional football in how many years now? Yes. Is he still right. a well-known name? Sure. But do you think, do you think some like 18 year old kid who really likes golf gives a shit about Peyton Manning hanging out with Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods? I still think the 18 no. year old golf kid gives a shit about Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson. Not like we did at 18, but I still right. think he does. And I can, right. I can, no, but if, you put, if you were to pair up with like Woods with, Patrick Mahomes or Mickelson with Patrick Mahomes and let them play golf or Woods or there. Woods with Ricky Fowler and Phil with uh, Justin Thomas. I'm just saying. Yeah, who no, for sure. I and I, let's be honest, Tom Brady on this is probably appealing to enough people. I'm OK with that, especially sure. given the whole Bucks move. And, you know, there's a I lot know, of drama there. I, mean, I can understand I it. But neither, but paid, but he's not interesting. He's just not interesting. I not- well, all right. To be fair, I would generally agree with that. Then I listened to his two-hour interview on Howard Stern a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like, never gave this guy enough credit as a human. Yeah, but will he be that guy? That's what I, I guess I'm. No, no, he won't. I mean, and ultimately, it's like white hundred episodes. Old white interview. quarterbacks are not who I want to see on this. It's yeah. like it's it's just as boring as the first tiger and Phil was like, that's what it is to me. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll watch it because we're so thirsty for golf. 
Oh, if they do it now with no fans there and it's just them and they somehow figure out how to execute this during quarantine. That's the that's the plan. They're going to raise money for COVID-19 responders or whatever. You could do that after the fact, though. But like, yes, I, I mean, you can do it now without playing golf. What's that? You just give <laughs> what? Huh? You could just give. I mean, those guys could just give a ton of money. That they have. I wonder if they have already. I bet you Maybe. I wouldn't be surprised if. Tom Brady and Peyton Manning have, but I wonder about the other two who are yeah. one guy being the cheapskate and the other guy being Mr. Send money to everybody in, in, in the world. Well, one of them's in gambling debt. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Right. Right. Fair. Um, yeah. I'm not interested. I mean, I'm going to watch it. I, if it's yeah. during quarantine, there's no other sports going on. I'm going to watch, especially because it's not pay-per-view shit. Even if it's right. pay-per-view, right. I wouldn't pay a hundred bucks for it. I still love the Jake Owen, Phil Mickelson, hundred dollars story. It's so funny. It is a good story. Um, but it is a good story. I wouldn't pay a hundred dollars. But if you told me it was like 10 to $50 during this quarantine with nothing happening, I would, I would probably pay for it just for something to do. And like, let's be honest, I have a daily podcast based around being locked down. It's something to talk about. <laughs> right. I mean, at this point we could probably write it off as an expense, like a business expense. I don't want the government in my golf business. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, okay, I'll Fair still enough. watch it, but Jesus Christ. It's, oof. I just think they're picking the wrong guys. I think they could draw. They could draw. I mean, tiger draws. We know that. I just wish they would have paired them with more interesting people, I guess. It's so, this is like buying a perfect, beautiful new house and just going in and painting all your walls beige. That's what we're doing right now. Like, okay, this is where I live now. Yeah. There's no, there's no spice to it. Yeah. This is boiled chicken. It's boiled chicken. Uh, that'd be a good name for a band boiled chicken. Uh, I will not play in that band. I got too cool. I got too cool of <laughs> musical equipment to play in that band, but that's the, that's the bit. That's the bit. Anyways, whatever we are. You and I have enough bits. We don't need another one, except now <laughs> we're probably going to do it. That's the worst part. This is true. We ask Adam Unfiltered if he wants to play a cover in a cover band and play a couple bar shows, and we call ourselves Boiled Chicken. You heard it here first. <laughs> and as I said, I'll play bass in that band. I will love the excuse to finally get rid of some of my guitar gear and then go, oops, I bought like a 1958 Fender Bassman amp setup in like some cool P or jazz bass. Yeah. Right. God. For the four shows that we'll play in front of our wives. <laughs> it's probably not even them. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're right. Mine's not coming. Yeah, we're the worst. <laughs> so yeah, good. Phil and Tiger are back. Awesome. Can't yeah, I and I you know the thing is I'm excited for it right now in in corona yeah. quarantine. Right. Right. But that's so lame. Oh my god. Honestly, the more I'm thinking about it, I'm I'm good with the Tom Brady part. I I don't need Peyton Manning. And even if they were like, what did they do Tom Brady and Michael Jordan? That'd be good. Did you see speaking That'd of fun. Michael Jordan and Max Homa there, you know, Max Homa being the swing Raider on Twitter. People were like, right. Max, all right, we got footage of Mike swings these days. What do you think of it? And he goes, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. <laughs> Michael yeah. Jordan is untouchable. <laughs> God, this guy. And you know what kills me? Home was the best, man. That dude. If he, why? I mean, I understand great. they want him to win more to give him the big dollars, but like how he isn't sucked up into a zillion endorsements right now. I know. Maybe it's fantastic. Maybe we could. Hey, uh, I don't know what your wallet looks like, but take a look at it. Text me later. Maybe we can throw him a deal. Be like, hey, put the Lockdown Golf Podcast logo on your. <laughs> I got, we can give you like thinking of my wallet right now because yeah i don't use yeah obviously we're not using cash much um i mean i might have like 48 bucks in my wallet right now <laughs> so we could be like hey yeah i think about i've probably like i think think about about 80 bucks right now oh yeah let's just round it 
to an even $130. I'm sure my wife's got like two singles or my kid definitely does in her piggy bank. But hey, Max. <laughs> like here, Max, we're going to pay in Sacagawea coins. No, don't talk about those. Those are the tooth fairy coins. Oh, sorry. sorry, sorry. Those are hidden. Those aren't accessible by. Hey, we need to we need to promote the show, man. It's for it's for Max home sleeves. Max, I got one hundred and thirty dollars this month. <laughs> Let me get some sleeve space. Come on, bro. <laughs> we'll get no one else respects the the value in you other than your club sponsor. Let's go. Right. He's a legend. All right. He really is. He best. might have to be my new favorite player. Yeah. I've liked him, but I think he might have to be my new favorite. Like, look, I think your point on the one show, or no, it was Jason Highland on our day of the podcast. <laughs> he was like, Ian Poulter will finish T48 and we'll get on the podcast and talk about it. Right, right. So, that's right. well, Poulter's finishing T48 and Max is anywhere from like winning the tournament to miss the cut. Has anyone started like a Max Homa tracker on Twitter? I really wish you didn't say it. Can you edit that out? Because <laughs> that's our new content. That's it right there, man. I'll, we'll track his ass even during quarantine. <laughs> oh, no. he. Did you see that the other day? He was taking shit because he was out playing and made some gripe. And someone's like, what are you doing even playing right now? I was like, what are you? Oh, I'm I a, did see that. Yeah. I'm a professional golfer and we're allowed to golf here. I, right. Stop it. Right. Right. Oh, that's a note. I'm not, we're already at almost an hour, so I'm not going to make you guys talk about it, but <laughs> maybe next show you'll hear about Wisconsin being open for golf. Hey, favorite vacation spot, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, boy. That's two Serengeti Dennehy references in one show. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should we just do, should we do a drink every time we, every time you reference Dennehy? No, I think we should promote references as much as possible. It's awesome. Well, that's what I mean. Same thing. Maybe it's like a celebration. Hey, I'm going to tease next Monday's episode. Obviously, we're going to talk about episodes three and four of The Last Dance. So don't that's listen. If, I'm just warning you now. Don't listen, but we're going to. Um, <laughs> maybe that episode, we, oh, side note, we might have a decent little guest on that Ooh. episode. Fun. Yeah. The guests are starting to come in hot and heavy thanks to coronavirus and lack of content. <laughs> but uh, we might have a guest that episode. Sweet. I'm pretty excited Great. about it. He's a good dude. That'll be on Monday? On Monday. Sunday recording. So that, would be, that would be Thursday's uh, YouTube show. Thursday. Chris, you're the one who bitches <laughs> to me in the text messages. Don't set me up to explain the timelines. Right. I'm sorry. I That's swear true. to God, I'll do it. That's true. That's true. Anyway, Sunday night we'll record for a Monday release following the last dance. Most likely, I don't see any of us being willing to sacrifice watching it live to record the show at a at a remotely acceptable time. I'm thinking we have to open that show instead of with our usual music with like we did last week. We had Dennehy. I think we need yeah. to open it with Bulls Dennehy. Oh, we could do that. It's yeah, that's a good so, one. Have you listened to it yet? Oh yeah, it's oh, yeah. so the Bulls one it's is really good. so. The more I listen, <laughs> how about the part where he does favorite lawyer Peter <laughs> Francis Geraci? Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. I was my, <laughs> I was off work. There's a a pool in Bolingbrook that is open, and it's like a zero depth pool. It's indoor, open year round. Bring your kids there. It's great. So we'll do that a lot if I take like a random December day off or something, right? So we're driving out to it and we're on whatever main road, one of the main roads that goes through Bolingbrook is. And sure enough, as we're parked at a light, there's a Peter Francis Geraci law office. (laughs) And I'm like, get my phone, trying to take a picture of it to send it to all my (laughs) other like Bulls Dennehy fans. Yeah, that's a good one. It's good. We can do that. All right. Good thing we planned out <laughs> three podcasts good, from now. Good good production meeting. <laughs> good production meeting in the show, and we're not editing that out. Just our ideas about the Max <laughs> Homa tracker. Right, right. All right, Chris and everybody. It's been a pleasure. Guys, 
do us a favor. Don't stay safe. Don't bump into your stoves and they have the gas running all night. Uh, don't stay up all night like Chris and I have been doing. It's not good for your mental health. And, uh, you know, stay happy. Stay safe. Look at the bright side of life right now. All right. Let's all get through this so we can uh, actually play golf and not just watch Tiger and Phil with Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. I'll see you on the other side of this. Chris, it's been a pleasure. Have a good one, bud. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye, everyone.